Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bull Take Scouting Podcast. Unfortunately, Alex couldn't join me today, but we've got a special guest instead, future potential 2023 NFL draft prospect and current Utah offensive lineman, Braden Daniels. How are you doing today, Braden? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. It's nice to have you. Just appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. We're going to like retrace your football journey pretty much. So going back to your roots, when did you start playing football and what made you fall in love with the game? Uh, I started playing football, I think, I want, I want to say like third grade. It was from my, uh, from my city. And we were called the Falcons, I believe. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know, I was just a big body. And actually, I started playing five football first before the tackle football. And I was still always a lineman and still, like, big body. But I don't know. <clears throat> I didn't really, like, fall in love in love with the game until, like, high school. Yeah. But I started playing, like, flag football and then eventually uh, ended up playing, like, tackle football like, around third grade, which is really my first team. And then after playing for the city, I played for an organization called The Truth. And it was, like, Deion Sanders uh, – Deion Sanders organization, and I just played football over there with them for a while as well before I started playing uh, uh, football in middle school in seventh grade. So high school is really when it got serious for you, right? Yeah, really, really and truly, yeah, because <clears throat> uh, when I was in middle school, I broke my foot in seventh grade, so I couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And then eighth grade was really my only only year. And then high school, I decided, to, I decided I wanted to stick with football go that route near high school nice so throughout your football career do you have a favorite game or favorite memory that comes to mind um tough one yeah there's a lot of them yeah i don't know like throughout my high school career yeah, I'd say uh, playing Allen first round of playoffs mm-hmm. my senior year, that was really like a highlight. And then I guess I would say when we played uh, Plano East, uh, Plano East my junior year of, uh, of high school, I was on varsity. Uh, we were trying to like, make a playoff run, and that was like the first team that we eliminated in the first round. But I just remember. Uh, then having like some some top prospect or something like that, and I was just trying to make a name for myself as well. And that was a game I had to turn it up a notch. Yeah, well, you ended up being one of those top prospects yourself. You had a, a lot of offers coming out, and you actually first committed to Illinois, and then you switched to Utah after going on an official visit there. So, what yeah. made you choose Utah in the end? It was really I wanted to feel like just like the uh, the brotherhood and like you know family, the coaching staff. You know that vibe that I got from them, and just the type of you know the type of people that they are. Like at the end of the day, we're gonna like play physical football, and uh, I like to work hard, and I like work. I've never been afraid of work, and that's just something that I thought went well with what I have, and I think it was a good choice for me. 
Yeah, I, that's something we've heard from your former teammate, Britton Covey, is that really everyone seems to buy into the program. He mentioned how, you know, he could have been at a, another school in the Pac-12 like Washington State and seen double the targets, but mm-hmm. he didn't mind being in such a tight and heavy offense and seeing a little less targets than he would elsewhere because it, he got to be part of that program, part of that brotherhood, like you said, and win a lot of games. No, for sure. And then also was, I, like, another reason I committed was like the business school that they had up here as well. I know I wanted to get a degree in business and then uh, the coach that we had, like, you know, he was coaching like Garrett Bowles and, yeah. you know, that whole offensive line went, they either got drafted or like, you know, they ended up in the league. And so like, you just, I really understood that, like, my coach knew what he was talking about. So it was something that I wanted to go, so somebody I wanted to go with. Yeah. But, yeah. So coming in, you actually redshirted your first year. So what went into making that decision and how did it help you in the future? You, you ended up starting all the games in the next year. So it definitely seemed like it, it was a good decision for you. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, my year was the first year that we were able to do uh, the four games and still redshirt. So yeah. I was still got kind of lucky and I was still able to play in some of the games, you know, like towards the end after we were up or whatever. But I mean, I still got to travel with the team, which I thought was awesome. You know, my freshman year, I'm just, I'm learning as I as I go, and I just hope I thought it helped prepare me, you know, for the next year. I'm already used to like you know traveling and having all those like different type of uh, events, and you know having like having to like manage my time and things like that. But I mean, I just really thought you know my rest of the year I could like gain weight and learn as much as possible and just, you know, soak up all the information I could so I could uh, play the next year, the following year. Yeah, I mean, you seem to be a fast learner because part of your path at Utah has included a couple position switches. You started off at uh, left guard and you moved to right tackle, and now you're, you're switching to left tackle is what reports are saying. So how do you yeah. end up switching positions? Not so easily, but, you know, with putting in the work and, and seeing that success, and how's that switch to left tackle going this offseason? Uh, you know, just my coach really just harping that versatility and, you know, being versatile and being able to play multiple different positions is, like, really important at the next level. And if you want to play longer at the next level, then knowing multiple different positions is always going to help you. And I just, you know, I just really think it's football. And if I know what everyone is doing on the field and I'm going to play faster, but it just comes with, you know, film study, practice, you know, actually knowing the plays and just knowing the offense and the ins and out of the offense and understanding the defenses and, you know, making different calls and just different situations. But, you know, just also just building the chemistry with the, the, the alignment and just playing next to, you know, different people. It's always like, it's not easy, but I think that that switch to left tackle, I think it's like, it's still playing football, like I said, and, yeah. you know, it's just going from right to uh, right to left. And in high school, the offense that we ran, uh, I actually had to play both tackles. And, like, our offense, we would flip tackles. So it's kind of like it's just breaking old habits and knocking the rest off. Yeah. And so you're not only changing positions, you're kind of changing status on the O-line too this season because there were a couple veteran departures from the O-line, including Bamadeli, Olaseni, and Nick Ford. So now you're kind of the, the leader of an offensive line that has a, several underclassmen. Are you, are you ready to take on that role? Uh, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, the torch has been passed down. You know, that's how Utah operates. That's it's like the brotherhood, like I said. And I just think that the O-line is going to be ready to work. And I just think, you know, I have a different vibe from the O-line this year than 
I have from previous years. And, you know, I'm not the only person that's leading the line. We got uh, one of my closest friends, uh, Paul Miley. You know, he helps me and we help each other and we just hold each other accountable. And at the end of the day, you know, we want to achieve goals like, you know, winning the Joe Moore, winning the, the Pac-12 going for uh, as far as possible and just really keeping our head down and working. Yeah. And so you you mentioned winning the Pac-12 and that's something you guys managed to achieve an incredible accomplishment. How, how was really that dream season of winning it for the first time in program history, going to the Rose Bowl? How, how was it all to see the hard work get realized at a team level? I mean, it definitely, like, is really one of my most memorable moments in football, I would say, just because, personally, I've never won a championship. Like, mm -hmm. At a high level, I would say, like, you know, in middle school, high school, I never had an opportunity to win a championship or go to state championship. And just being able to, you know, be up there and, like, be one of the first teams to actually win the Pac-12 is, just, you know, is legendary and it's something that's in writing and it's going to be forever. Yeah, absolutely. So now there, there are pretty high expectations for you guys after such a big year. Are, do you guys have any goals to follow up on, on this big season? Uh, definitely, you know, just small goals, you know, within the, like, the offense, you know, just taking care of the football, really, and just really taking taking it one game at a time. You know, we're going down to the swamp, our very first game, yep. and we know it's going to be humid. We know it's going to be hot. We know the atmosphere is going to be crazy, but, you know, we're excited for that and I think that we're going to be ready. Yeah, it's going to be going to be a fun one. Let's dive sure. into your tape now. Um, what would you consider to be your biggest strengths on the football field? Uh, I would say my physicality in the run game, mm -hmm. and just you know, some. I would say like I need to work on my pass, and but I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I'm not too bad at the pass at the passing game, but. I do feel like I have a lot of things that I need to work on and that I have been working on and just, you know, getting more knowledge of the game and just becoming a student of the game. Yeah. Your coach has actually uh, praised your football intelligence numerous times. And I wanted to ask you this question because we hear that, that phrase a lot. Can you explain to our audience what he means when he says that you've got a really high football intelligence? Uh, just like understanding, you know, how our defenses ran, you know, mm -hmm. their schemes and, you know, it comes from film study and understanding like how different where different pressures come from, and just seeing the you know the kind of the cheat codes and the I guess the keys to the castle of a defense. And then you know our offense, we we were on an NFL style offense, and you know we'll we'll do whatever. And like our offense is kind of sophisticated, and it's like you have to be really really focused and like detailed. And I would just say like being able to know all five positions and then having the know all the calls and then you know reading the defense and understanding how the defense is moving to what we're gonna run is what he means by that i guess yeah but I, mean, go on. I would say it just comes from film study and just you know playing you know having to having to play faster and you know understanding you know all right this guy's going this way so i gotta do this and take this step or make this call but i would just say maybe that's what he means yeah. Gotcha. And that, I mean, that versatility and that football intelligence will definitely be so highly valued by NFL scouts and will ease your transition when you end up getting to that stage of, of your career. And so now let's wrap up the interview with a, a few, you know, fun and interesting questions that we like to ask all our prospects. Do you have an NFL role model or a couple NFL players that you like to model your game after? Uh, yeah. Um, I would say 
somebody that I really used to watch in high school because I played tackle in high school is, you know, Tyron Smith and uh, oh. Trent Williams. Trent Williams is really, like, one of my favorite tackles. And then, you know, <clears throat> watching more and more film, the uh, the left tackle from uh, the New Orleans Saints, number 72, I like watching him as well. But I really try to, like, I tried to mirror my game after Trent Williams, but I think he's just – I've been, like, a fan of him since, like, the Washington Redskins and, you know, like, all that stuff. But he's just a different breed, and there's not very many like him. Yeah, he's a bad man, and he's still at the top, top level despite being at an age where a lot of guys start regressing. For sure, definitely. Who's the best player you've, you've played against in your collegiate career thus far? I know I know it's a tough one, and, you know, offensive linemen don't often want to give that credit to the guys opposite from them, but is there a guy that sticks out to you? Yeah, I would say um, – It was 2019. I was playing left guard, and they played for. We were playing in Washington in Seattle, and there's a guy named Levi, number 95. Yeah, I don't Levi. Want to Levi yeah, Mizriki. Yeah, he's a different player. He's a different breed. Like, yeah. He, he like. I remember he like jumped the snap count, and I was like all in the backfield, so I kind of like messed up the play and the pivot, like the puller. I knocked off the puller, and our coach was like yelling at me. And then, like, we got to the film, he was like, yeah, I mean, you got to get the job done. <laughs> but, I mean, he was, he was definitely, like, a different breed. And then I would say, like, now, uh, I would say number number 49 from uh, USC. He was pretty yeah. good as well. He can tell he'd be, he'd be in the lab working. Solid answer. Uh, so now uh, my last question for you is uh, kind of an inspirational note that we like to end on. What is the best piece of advice that throughout your college uh, or really your football journey throughout in general that you've received from anyone, be it a coach, a teammate, or a parent? It's a good question. Uh, I've heard like a quote from uh, one of our defensive, defensive coordinators. He, uh, I kind of like it, and somebody else, I think uh, Terrell Burgess kind of said it already. Yeah. But he was like, say, uh, receive more, receive more in value than you do, that you will in payment. And I just thought that was kind of like, after thinking about it, it just, it makes sense. And don't always like look at, you know, the glory and like, you know, really taking and really, you know, <clears throat> just really taking like college and don't take the moments for granted and just uh, like live life and, because we're only going to be this age once or twice and, you know, yeah. responsibilities and people are going to be serious. But I would just say, you know, receiving more in value than in payment and just, you know, hustle and ambition, just hard work really for me. Yeah, I, I love that that advice and that perspective especially. I hope you enjoy every piece of your college career that's left and everything that's ahead of you. It's going to be fun following you along, and I definitely wish you all the best, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Have a good one. Yep.